Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, they're six to 10 minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Uh, please enjoy, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the world about their credibility. And take your seats. John Spence is pretty spectacular. He's recognized as one of the top business thought leaders and leadership development experts in the world and was named by the American Management Association as one of America's top 50 leaders to watch. He is dedicated to helping people and businesses be more successful by making the very complex awesomely simple. John, welcome. Good to be here, Mitchell. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> you are welcome. Hey, what's, what's your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Well, you just you sort of got my catchphrase there. But the customer point of pain is senior executives who have been jumping up and down, trying to get their people to do something for years, and they can't get them off the ball, and they bring me in, and the way I describe stuff gets the momentum going and act, gets them to actually implement what the CEO has been trying to get them to implement. Crazy. So, by the way, I see this. I've seen it many times in corporations, this you could almost sometimes call it a pet project or the direction the company, the CEO or the board wants to go. And, and just this day-to-day stuff gets going and, and people are not paying attention and they're not executing. So what does that mean? What do you do? How do you, how do you help? Well, there's several things that we, we use some audits and things like that. And one of the things I like to do is not try to give people my opinion, but make sure that we have data and interviews and things like that to back it up. So I can say, hey, this isn't just me that thinks your culture is dysfunctional. Here's 400 of your employees or all 60 of your employees who clearly think it's not going well. Uh, And then everything I do is custom. It's all uh, created specifically for the client and their situation. So I look back over all the other companies I've worked with and the other things I've done, and I try to to focus in and find something that is exactly right for the needs of that client and build a custom program. The way I always say it is, if you could tell me where the goal line is, we can figure it out out together. I can back up and figure out how to get there. So it it really is your job and it's custom for every organization is to really make simple what everyone else is thinking is complex. Yes, exactly. Uh, I teach a lot of strategy and do strategy work for companies all over the world. And strategy can be really confusing and complex. And I boiled it down to just a few key ideas that people look at and go, oh, okay, I understand it now. And, and even more important, I understand how to implement and execute on it. Hmm. Uh, sorry, you just gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. doesn't happen with everybody, obviously. <laughs> so thank you. My pleasure. What gives you the credibility to do what you do? 
Well, it's funny because uh, I asked my clients, own the voice of the customer. I said, why do you hire me? And they basically said three main things. The first one is research. Uh, I've read about 100 to 120 books a year, every year since 1989, business books. Uh, done a ton of research. I've also owned, been the owner or CEO of five companies, three of them multinational, including running one of the Rockefeller Foundations when I was 26. I've also spent 30 years working side by side, shoulder to shoulder with some of the top leaders in the world. And the last one, so it's research, real life. And the last one is uh, passion. People can tell very quickly that this is what I've dedicated my life to. This is, you know, the whole focus of my craft. Uh, and because of those three things, they always get a high ROI. So research, real life plus passion equals ROI. And that's why my clients hire me. We got to turn the passion word into another R so it could be like a four R thing. <laughs> really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so how do you demonstrate that credibility to How do people, I, I, it sounds like you get a lot of word of mouth, but how do people when they see you, find you, how do they reach out or how do they actually see you out there so that they then make a decision, hey, I got to talk to John Spence? In multiple ways. Uh, obviously, uh, the books I've written have helped a tremendous amount. Uh, I look at one of the, the main ones I wrote is about a 156-page brochure that overviews all my expertise. Uh, do social media pretty well. I've got a, uh, over 100,000 followers across all the media. Uh, I give a lot of speeches, uh, probably 40 or 50 a year. Largest group uh, so far is 23,000. Uh, and a lot of articles, writing a lot of articles, interviews like this. So there, I'm out there a lot, uh, try, and, and awards. I've won a ton of awards. Uh, I don't try to, but I've, I've been lucky that I've won several top thought leader awards. So all those things combined um, gets me out. And like you, 99.9% .9 of my business is all word of mouth. It's happy clients telling other people or someone reading an article, calling, talking to me, figuring out what we do, how I can help them, and then going and telling other people. I, I like it. Yeah, your, your awards that I read out at the beginning, and I'm sure that's just a small number of them. And even our green room discussion was so exciting to, to listen to you talk. So listen, if you're the CEO, you're on the board, you are part of the management team, and there's some project that just seems so complex and it's not getting done because you're doing the day-to-day -day stuff. You could be making money, could be doing other things, but you recognize that life needs to change. Mm -hmm. Want to talk to John Spence and at least get some, some thoughts on what he might be able to do for you. John, how do people reach out to you? Oh, it's very simple. John at johnspence.com. That's highly innovative, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I've got all kinds of free resources there and articles. My blog is, uh, I put some good ideas up there. I've got a VIP newsletter that's free that is run by an algorithm that constantly customizes it specifically for the person watching what they read and then giving more information just on that topic. So that thing's really cool. And that's at johnspence.com? Yep, john at johnspence.com or johnspence.com. Beautiful. John, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My honor. My pleasure. Thank you, Mitchell. All right. Hey, and thanks for watching this show. We'll see you at the next episode. Please like and subscribe and take care, everybody. Appreciate you uh, paying attention today. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we talk to amazing humans from around the planet and I have to tell you, my friend, long-term collaborator, Kimberly Weefling, is no exception. Uh, Kimberly is the founder of Weefling Consulting and co-founder of Silicon Valley Alliances. 
She helps individuals, teams, and organizations overcome the most common causes of failure and thrive in a world of disruptive change. And, and I also want to say Kimberly is a living rocket scientist. <laughs> Kimberly, welcome. Thank you, Mitchell. It's always a pleasure collaborating with you. Oh, it's so much fun. So what is your, your CPOP, your customer point of pain? People normally seek me out because they're not getting the business results that they need. Uh, for the last 12 years, I've mostly been working with the Japanese who need to expand their businesses. Hey, there's no growth inside of Japan. The economy is flat. Population is declining. So they're expanding overseas. But even here in Silicon Valley, people are like, hey, why can't we get this project done? Why can't we get this product to market? Why can't we improve our business results and increase our productivity of our team? I know why. <laughs> so it's, it's companies that are just not getting the results that they need. And that pretty much is every company, Mitchell. If you've looked at the Gallup research on this, you know, employee engagement around the world sucks. And even the so-called best country in the world, the U.S., only has 30% of employees engaged. How crazy. much of a waste is that? It's crazy. So tell me, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? How do you help, help companies be, be more effective? Or how, what's your solutions when you're coming in the door? If I have uh, discretion on how I approach this, I like to start with a purpose beyond profit and a mission that matters. If I'm working with a company that thinks they're just trying to get ready and go IPO, that's not as fulfilling as if I find somebody who says, we're on this planet to do something that matters, because then you can really get people engaged. And then you can start leading from a position of a purpose rather than just profit or IPO. And so uh, I start with basic leadership effectiveness, uh, team effectiveness, common sense project management, which, by the way, is not common practice. And all of that leads to more engaged employees, healthier teams, and organizational culture that doesn't suck your will to live. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. So it's figuring out the purpose and then putting in, trying to put what should be common practice, just pure common sense. Sure. I mean, look, one of my clients that I've been working with for 12 years, they make plastic pellets. Now, if that's what you want to get people excited about, that's really a tough sell. But when I work with them, I'm like, you know what you're doing? You're making packaging that allows milk to last for two weeks without refrigeration in places like Kenya, where there's only one refrigerator for every 15 people, or where food can last on in the refrigerator for twice as long. I mean, if, if, if India didn't have any rotting food, they'd be a net food exporter. So try to find out what are they doing that's really meaningful in the world so that when things do get tough in the team, they're willing to stick to it because they have a mission that matters. Oh, that's beautiful. Perfect example. Thank you. So Kimberly, I think I know this, but how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, I am a physicist by education. I have a master's degree in physics. God knows I wish I had studied psychology. But I worked at Hewlett-Packard way long ago for 10 years in seven different jobs, all in engineering, uh, manufacturing engineering, quality engineering, explosion testing, product development, program management, R&D. And so I got products to market, hardware, software, firmware, tough, complicated products. And then I worked for three different failed startup companies. But again, these Getting these products to market and working in the real operational side of things has gives me credibility that you can never have if you're just an administrator or some kind of support person. I I agree. And by the way, you're also one of my authors. We published <laughs> over five books together, sold over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of books, which 
you know, it's not, not too shabby. And, and uh, your book is taught at universities around the, around the globe. So that's kind of cool. Let me just mention about that because I wrote the Scrappy Project Management book with a lot of encouragement from you, Mitchell. But what I put in there was all the things I learned that didn't work. When I, I was in a big, wonderful company like HP, which was the center of in search of excellence and admired by so many. And I said, oh, my God, this is a great company and these things go wrong. What do the crappy companies wrestle with, right? And I was shocked. And so I wrote those into a book and said, let's fail for new and more exciting reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Kimberly, how do you get your brand out? That that how do you get the brand? How do you get your credibility out to people so that they can see you and before you start talk, once people talk to you they know you. But, but how do you get people to see you? Well, it certainly has helped having a book like Scrappy Project Management because of that book. I was invited to Australia and I've been to Australia about four times to do keynotes and workshops including the National Australia Bank. Uh, also, when I have a chance to speak in public, Silicon Valley, there's endless opportunities to speak at workshops or, or events or seminars. You know, people see you, maybe 10, 20, 30, 100, 400 people see you speak. Here's what happens to me. Eight years later, someone will contact me and say, oh, I saw you speak at this event eight years ago. And I'm like, really? That's my sales cycle? <laughs> it seems a little bit like a long sales cycle, but they remember me and it sticks in their head. And finally, when they're in a position to bring me into an organization, they do it. Well, I think what happens is you are clearly memorable and potentially for some of what you do, not everyone's ready for what you do at the time in which they see you, right? So- <laughs> One of my clients, uh, now that I'm working with for the past year, she was actually in my project leadership and communication class. I was teaching in the UC Santa Cruz Extension Project and Program Management Certificate Program, and she was in there like about 10 years ago, and she said, I swore whenever I became a director or executive, I would bring Kimberly in, and now here she is 10 years later bringing me into her company to work with the executives, to work globally with a big team on a very important uh, issue nice. for strategy. All right. So listen, if you're in a company and you're, you don't have the employee engagement you need, that the company is not executing and delivering, the projects are not delivering on time, that the employee base is just not excited about the mission. Yeah. Having someone like Kimberly Weefling come in can completely rock your world. It's <laughs> worth having a conversation. Kimberly, how do people reach out to you? Oh, just go to Kimberly at Weefling.com. Send me an email. Go to Weefling.com website or KimberlyWeefling.com or just call the police. They'll know where I am. <laughs> and, of course, you're going to give them some rubber chicken at some time along the way. Funny you should mention that. Right? Uh, the rubber chicken, I, maybe it wasn't the best choice of brand, but I, I started using rubber chicken in my work. And it turns out that it's very popular in Japan and the kids love it when I'm going into schools and I do a little bit of volunteering, but yeah, people remember these chickens and, and it's um, something that they bring with them when they see me years later and say, Kimberly, I still have the chicken. I'm like, watch it. <laughs> Kimberly, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. You're awesome. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Appreciate it. Great. Hey, hey guys, thanks for watching this episode. Please hit the like button, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert.
God, I'm good. I was going to do that again. Global credibility <laughs> episode. Why do I do that? So, so we'll fix that. I'll get that in my brain for next time. I am so excited to have you here for the special credibility episodes of Thought Leader Life. Uh, we are talking to amazing humans from around the world, and we're talking about essentially their credibility. And you're going to love this guest. It's Deborah Sweet. She is a resilient leadership expert best-selling author, visionary, accountability, and performance strategist, and inspiring speaker. Mm-hmm. She trains dynamic, performance-driven leaders how to scale resiliently and live their, live their why. <laughs> Deborah, welcome. Thank you, Mitchell. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for showing up. You bet. Uh, with a smile. <laughs> Of course, I'm glad, you know, it's not your first day with your new tongue. I've been in that space too. So I love your humor. <laughs> oh, you know, it's so funny. I, I, uh, life is, is a something where it's like, so we won't edit that out because life is one of those things it where is. we do make, we do make mistakes. So it's, it's, it's how you interact with mistakes. More importantly, if you have a partner, how does your partner interact with those mistakes, <laughs> right? Um, so anyhow, hey, what's your, what's your CPOP, your customer point of pain? You bet. Well, I work with high performers who they're not so resilient as they should be and need to be. And often that stops them from actually being able to close enough business. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you say that and I immediately know. So essentially you're working with high performers who get in their own way. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> or, or life, life throws them a curveball, or Something shows up and it just totally knocks them down. How do you get back up again? Yes. So tell me, what does that mean? What do you do? What do you do with your clients? How do you help them? Well, my clients are very visionary. They're get it done people. They're very trailblazing. They're innovative and they have a deep desire to build a business that has substance legacy while serving their clients. And my clients, they really want to make, they come to me initially because they want to get more business and make money, right? That's, that's where their micro focus is. But in the process of how do we make that work for you? Often what comes to the surface is, oh, this is where life has interrupted me. So I do, I have different one-to-one coaching platforms. I have different group programs and depending upon where my clients are at and what is the condition that has caused them to sometimes feel less than sometimes my men they're feeling um a little distraught a little bit um off kilter off track a little bit we're able to shift them pivot them right back so that they can pick up the pieces bring everything together fall in love with their business again, or get reinvigorated with passion and purpose. And we can let them hit that ground and just, they're going to take off and rise to the next level. Nicely said. Thank you for sharing. Uh, What gives you credibility to do what you do? This is a short answer for a long journey. So first of all, I was born into business. No, that's not a pun. I actually was. My dad bought a business when I was very young and So I didn't have a choice. Business has been in my space. I've been there all the time. I'm also highly creative. So I've got this left brain, right brain, analytical, creative thing, and the two worlds converge. Very early on, it was very obvious that I had a high aptitude for understanding how to monetize, productize, market a business. And I've been behind the scenes of so many companies, family businesses, inside of corporations. And there are these patterns that just play out. 
I'm in my journey of being a high creative, um, I also knew that I would have my own businesses. So I've been running my own companies for a long time. And let's just say I have a lot of skin in the game. I speak what I do. I've lived through it. I have a PhD in overcoming and a PhD in helping people truly be resilient because it's how I've had to be to lead my clients through their journey. So, you know, in my day to day, I'm very deep. I actually have a strategic marketing firm. So we do high level marketing plans. We write them, develop them, implement them. But there's this gap that just kept showing up again and again, where we'd write plans. I do all the training. We have systems, processes, and procedures ready to implement and execute. And we would do that. And I would see my clients just, they, they would miss the opportunities or they would get overwhelmed because there was this piece missing. And that's what I focus on first now. I like it. So how do you, for those people who don't, uh, who don't know you, haven't, haven't seen you yet, how do you share that credibility with them? Not once they talk to you, but how do people find you? And then how do they see that you're somebody that they want to at least interact with? Well, I practice what I preach. So one of the areas in developing a more significant sustainable business, visibility, there's a concept called VCP, visibility, credibility, profitability, super important to be visible, but it's easy. So here's the thing. It's easy to be visible, but it's very important to be credible while you're visible. I think you know a little bit about that, right? And so, <laughs> yeah, a couple um, of things. <laughs> just a little bit. So with that, you know, being able to have an opportunity to co collaborate and connect with people like yourself, being able to put myself out there online, offline. I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of um, my own advertising marketing, but I kid you not, I get a lot of referrals and this is no joke. I can't even, I've lost count how many times I hear this. My clients, when I talk to them one-to-one, -one, they'll say, I was praying for this. I was suffering silently and I've been in prayer and you showed up. So, you know, divine intervention along with strategic marketing. I, I, I just try to make myself as visible as possible and do it in a way that when I show up, I bring value to the moment. So if we never see each other again, there's an opportunity for you to move into your next space. And, and so is it in terms of showing up, it's speaking and you do a lot of online work as well? I do. I do online work. I have online trainings. I, am, I do different things. Uh, I have different group programs, virtual programs. But yes, I do workshops. Um, I'll go out to companies. I get contracted by companies to show up and be exclusive for them, developing uh, resiliency and growth programs for them, you know, being on other stages, radio, TV, books. You know, I do a lot of writing. I'm a words person. There we go. Hey, so listen, if you're listening to this and you're not closing as, as much business as you need mm -hmm. to, and you're thinking you're not closing enough business because you're getting in your own way, it's possible that's true. You're going to want to reach out to Deborah Sweet, at least have that conversation and figure out what, what makes sense for you. Deborah, mm -hmm. how do people reach out to you? So I have something that I would like to make available because this is where most of my clients, when they start talking to me, they find out, oh, we need to start here. So all you have to do is go to brandyouquicktips.com, brandyouquicktips.com. So when you're talking about really building business and promoting yourself, branding is a really important place. There's a personal brand and a professional brand that needs to come alive with the goodness of you. So when you go to brandyouquicktips.com, I actually have a special download, a download that's available and it is 
uh, it's your pocket guide to busting 10 common myths that hold a brand and hold leaders back. So I wanna help you get in front of some of those commonly held beliefs that are not so true. Beautiful. Well, thank you. I appreciate the gift. You're welcome. <laughs> Look forward to seeing it. I know. Hey, so thanks so much for sharing your credibility today. Really appreciate you. Thank you. I enjoy the opportunity to be here. And, and I think what you're doing is awesome. This is, it's well, fantastic. Thank you. Really appreciate that. You're it's welcome. so much fun. Uh, and for those who are watching, please, uh, if you like the episode, click on like, subscribe to our channel, and uh, we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.